Hey, it's time for another interview, and this time I'm, or who, who am I kidding? It's not an interview, it's a discussion. It's <laughs> with uh, Exo Baby, formerly Vile Wolf. Thank you for, uh, thank you for, uh, you know, agreeing to be a part of the documentary. Of course, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Um, so... I usually start with just asking the people how they got started with Twitch, so let's start there. Alright, so maybe about a few years ago, I kind of got into gaming, Forest over Fortnite. Tried the whole Twitch streaming thing on my PlayStation, but wasn't really serious about it. Um, and then fast forward to last year, during COVID, uh, I struggled with not being able to go out. I mean, I live in Hawaii, so we were shut down for a really long time. And I am a very social person. So for everything that I normally did got shut down and I wasn't able to see friends and things like that, um, I kind of started getting into like little hobbies. And I started playing Fortnite a lot more. Um, and then I remembered, oh my gosh, Twitch. I could probably start streaming, talk to stories with people. Um, never really thought about the whole aspect other than I could get to know people, I could talk stories, uh, ask people how their day was. So long story short, I went down to Target, got a cam, plugged it into my PlayStation, started playing games, and next thing you know, like, um, I just started meeting people and it really kind of started making me feel better. Because um, I started meeting people that were in the same situation of kind of feeling lonely. And it was so nice to kind of be able to um, get out of my own head and think that I was the only one that was feeling like that. So it's been really, really, really great. And I think it's been a super cool journey from the, from the get-go. Right. And, you know, I'm basically the same way. You know, I was, I said to, you know, my best friend told me, you know, she used to stream on Twitch and she... You know, I t told her how I always thought about doing it, blah, 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 blah. And she's like, why not just do it? You know, it's not that hard. Yeah. Just go for it. Just do it. Yeah, and I think I think a lot of people think that it's really difficult. And it is um, a lot of time management that goes behind it. Yeah. But, like, if you really enjoy, like, talking to people and, like, getting to know people and being a part of that, then it's really not that hard. And it's kind of nice to be able to... Um, put yourself out there and meet people that are in the same situation right. as yourself because not everyone like around you is going through the same thing. Right, so. right. Um, you know, I'll even say that it, it's not like it's not the idea of uh, putting yourself out there and you're going to instantaneously be comfortable on camera and instantaneously just going to be making conversation with people and yada yada yada. It's going to take time because I, what, I started streaming in September, so I probably would say it wasn't until maybe February or March where I was comfortable, like, really comfortable, just, you know, a new person would come into stream, and then I would just start talking, you know, pick up a conversation, so it's not, like, comfort-wise, you're not going to get comfortable instantaneously. Exactly, but, I mean, just putting yourself out there to try Right. And get to know people. 
right. is what's super awesome. And like, not everyone is going to be exactly the same. So right. just like you, me starting in September, even being a person who is super comfortable talking in front of people, it was very different. And I think, I think everyone can agree. It's a little awkward to talk to yourself. Um, even though people are on the other side of the screen, you're not really in a conversation and you have to like read a message um, and reply like using your voice. Yeah. So I think that was like really difficult for me was not having that um, response back. And that's why I think like great for having Discord. You can have, like, talk stories through that way as well. But um, I think just that in itself was a little awkward for me at first. No, but yeah. now it's just kind of like normal, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was I was used to it because I did, you know, I did YouTube for six years, so I was, no, five years before that, and, you know, my first few streams were me. <laughs> it was just yeah, me. Yeah, of course. You know, and, you know, I got used to it, but, it, you know, it still takes a while getting used to hearing your own voice, and it gets used to, you know, just getting past that, um, I mean, I don't want to say comfort level, but like that, that barrier, I guess, of, you know, you're, you're friends with this person, but they're not there. You know, you know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> and not really knowing who, like, I know so many people by name, but not really by face because a lot of people want to be kept like right. um, behind the screen, but still want to be a part of your life, which I think is really awesome too. So like people can still get out and like say the things that they want to say or need to say without getting too much of themselves, you know, which I think is really great too, because half of the people that I meet are really shy people who are oh, yeah. not willing to kind of put themselves on this side on like the streaming side but love to be a part of conversation oh yeah 100 percent. So, yeah i i can d definitely say that i've met a ton of people that fit that build and exactly. i've not i've not even been doing this a year i've met a ton of people who fit that build of they like to talk and they like to hear themselves talk but they don't like they don't want to be the center of attention you know yeah Exactly. You know, and I, I mean, I'll even say that to a point, I don't like being the center of attention either, which might be ironic considering I'm a broadcaster. But at the same time, it's like, you know, well, talk, I mean, you could talk, talk a little bit about like the fact that even as a broadcaster, if you're playing games with other people, you also want them to feel a part of it too. So you don't want to be the only one talking. Talk, talk a little bit about that. Yeah. So I think what I think is really awesome is like a lot of people tend to call it my stream or um, my community, which I really don't like to refer it to that way because right. um, as a whole, as all the people that I've met through this and who have helped me or supported me grow to be able to find all these really amazing people, I really uh, refer to it as our community or um, our stream. So right. I don't really like to think of it as, even though I'm the person that's sitting behind the cam, like that's why I really opened up my Discord to having people talk because honestly, I'm going to be completely honest, I love being the center of attention, but at the same time, I feel like it sometimes can get very overwhelming and I want people to feel like 
they're a part of something. Right. Um, that was really another whole thing of me starting um, the whole community thing. And I kind of, I kind of thought about it for a little bit. And I was like, you know, I was at first kind of against like the whole Discord thing because I was like, I'm not sure I want to be. You put yourself out there to kind of be um, a role model for right. people, mm-hmm. and I think it's a lot. Um, to put on your plate to be something or show that you can be yourself to especially like younger people, which I find a lot on Twitch as well. Right. Um, but to be able to open up like discussions or games or just hanging out and talking um, with other people, I feel like it makes it more of like a community um, get together. And at first when I was first starting streaming and I really would like to get back into this, but we would do those things like Friendsgiving where we'd be on Discord and everyone could join if they wanted to. Um, mm-hmm. I want to get into more of those kinds of things. Um, but I feel like there aren't a lot of streamers that are like that. Like I've, there, it's been countless times where I've tried to go in and, you know, I try to find somebody who's all about their community. A lot of people play games and there's nothing wrong with that. Right. But I feel like having those people who are like really into making sure that chat is like a part of their, um, a part of their stream is mm-hmm. super important too, you know? Right. Right. And, you know, I always avoid saying the words, my community, my stream, and, you know, for the same reason why you do, because it, it, it's about, you know, that feeling of, you know, int- integration and, you know, making them feel like they're a part of something. That's why I started Viewer of the Week, where, you know, yeah. it was just a, it's just a unique way to get people to, you know, yes, it's a way to get attention for the stream because, you know, you see Viewer of the Week in a title and it's like, oh, what's that? But it's also the idea of, you know, some random viewer that, you know, sometimes either sparingly comes in or always comes in. Just it makes them feel like they, you know, your viewer of the week this week. Oh, cool. A lot of people seem to, you know, I, I was surprised how many people actually care about that that title, viewer of the week. But you know, it makes you know. I'm, I mean, it makes me feel like okay, it's something that I should keep doing because people actually care about winning it. Yeah. And I think that like putting those like little personal touches of um, like really including them by saying like, like I love when people come in and tell me it's their birthday, even if I don't know it's their birthday and I hor- I'm a horrible singer. Let's just be honest. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm no Mariah Carey, <laughs> but I definitely love like singing happy birthday to people just because like, even if it's not your birthday, like just the fact that somebody goes out of their way to kind of make it special and like about you when you um join a stream like that like i would i feel super special when i go in and i say something and someone replies to me you know what i mean like yeah especially in the middle of the game or things like that like i think just like those personal touches and um like awarding people with like viewer of the week is super awesome and it's a really great way to like include your community and what you're doing yeah, I mean that's why I that's why I prefer playing games like Among Us and you know I love you know Minecraft and you know those games like that that allow for mass quantities of people to be able to join the server or join a room or whatever the case may be because it allows for the most inclusion into the stream. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, but that's where it's you know. 
that's where I feel like in some cases, stuff like this, you know, like we've been talking about, but also the buzzwords of community and it's not all about me and, you know, stuff like that is stuff that is normally avoided in the big, the interviewer, the interviews with the big streamers because, you know, even though they don't necessarily, you know, like I hear Jacksepticeye say it all the time of, you know, how it's, how he's grown more to saying things like, if he's not going to enjoy a game, he's not going to play it. He's not going to play it just for the views and stuff like that. You know, some people I feel like, especially new streamers, feel, I feel like they feel, oh, the only way I'm going to get noticed is p by playing a game like Valorant because, you know, this big, this big YouTuber played it or, you know, Fortnite because Ninja, because a Ninja or whatever the case may be, but that's not always the best way to do it. Uh, speak up, you know, speak on that for a little bit. Yeah. So same thing. Like when I first started streaming, um, I am and probably always will be a Fortnite player, um, because it's something that I enjoy, but I definitely know how that feels like kind of, um, because it can be kind of, um, how to say, it's a challenge to want to bring new people to your stream. Like, mm -hmm. I'm very thankful for the people who come every day and support me, like yourself. I appreciate that. But wanting to grow your community um, even more. And um, the only way that I felt like I could do that was by playing other games. So mm -hmm. like downloading a million games and of course, like being able to play other games that people are interested in is mm -hmm. like one way to get people to come to your stream. But at the same time, like if you're not enjoying yourself, then there's no way that you can be yourself, I guess. Oh yeah. So I am a wholehearted Fortnite lover. Mm -hmm. I don't ever get tired of the game. I do rage on that game, you but do. it makes me the happiest. Yeah. So I feel like I'm the most open and I'm the most of myself when I play that game. And I think people can enjoy that a lot more because it's something that I enjoy. Whereas I'll start playing Valorant and completely zone out because I'm so busy worried about like, am I doing good enough? Because the people who are coming in to watch Valorant are probably looking for somebody who is great at this game. And it's not for me <laughs> Right. But I think just having, um, being able to enjoy yourself through a game or being able to sit down and um, talk and enjoy yourself is the biggest thing. Like, I know, like, when I first started streaming, Wicked was my first actual viewer, first sub and everything. And I'm so thankful that he's still here and he still puts up with all of the stuff I put every everyone through. Mm -hmm. But he told me when I first started streaming that um, if you're ever going to be successful in streaming, you need to remain yourself. And if I believe that if, if you want to um, introduce people, then you need to be yourself. Because if you're not yourself, then you're basically lying to everyone. Right. And... <clears throat> I think it's a really great way for me to come and blow off steam from an entire day of work and having to act like not myself to yeah. be able to find people who genuinely like me for my personality. Right. You know? mm -hmm. So 
I, I think that um, as long as you're enjoying yourself, you don't have to play those big games like Valorant or like I sometimes kind of feel like um, a little bit overwhelmed, like if my viewers are dropping. And I think that's something that everyone goes through mm -hmm. um, when they're trying to get their broadcast out there. And that's like totally normal. And I don't really like blame it on myself or anything. But then sometimes I do get those thoughts of maybe if I played bigger games that were the newest or the best games, people would view me more. But I think it just wouldn't be the same. Right. Right. And I'll say that, like, I will admit my first stream, it was bad. Like, I, I streamed uh, Golf with Friends, and because of the amount of dropped frames, I only got maybe 11 minutes of a stream that went for two hours. Oh, man. But then, well, because I didn't know the specs of my computer, I did not, you know, I did not know anything, and I realized yeah. that... I was stretching my computer so much that it was that my computer that because I didn't change certain aspects for the stream, it negatively affected the stream. Yeah, and that's another thing to take into consideration when starting to stream is definitely the amount of research that goes into um, wanting to play those kinds of games. Because I can't, I have a pretty decent PC, but I can't stream COD. Right. I'm not a COD player, and I'll admit that, so it's okay. Right. <laughs> but every once in a while, I do want to go on and rage on COD, and I just can't do it, so... Yeah, you you want to join the fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't want to call it fun, but... <laughs> um, but that's where, like, I will say that the only reason why I have the community that I have right now is because of Among Us. Yeah, and I love that, because I... I actually am like really, really thankful that you still play Among Us because every once in a while when I want to play Among Us and I can come and join, I am not very good at it. Um, but I think it's a really great way of bringing your community together and everyone having um, fun. Yeah. I can never, I mean, I never was based around Among Us, so I don't really have the people for it. So it's always a bummer if I want to go on and play and everyone, I through a Fortnite community, so everyone wants to play Fortnite when I'm on Fortnite, but right. uh, Among Us, I love because you just have, I mean, honestly, we're just testing our friendships in that game, right? <laughs> That's what I think <laughs> is the most fun, is because you get to know each other on this platform, oh, yeah. and, then, and then now you have to trust each other. Yeah. Which I think is makes it even more interesting because you don't really like know the person in like you don't know them in person. So you've never really been able to interact in a way um that you would with like an IRL friend or anything like that. Right. So I think it's easier to lie to them right. <laughs> in my opinion. But yeah. it just makes it super interesting. And I think that that's really cool that what you're doing. Cause I start doing uh creative and I think I just get way too frustrated on Fortnite to even allow so many people. Um, <laughs> but with Among Us, it's so short, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. have, like, those small little bursts of... I, I just like playing hide-and-seek because it's the only thing I know how to do. I can't <laughs> lie, I'm the worst liar. <laughs> and I always vent when somebody's standing next to me, so it's, it's yeah, that's, difficult. <laughs> that's, that's usually why I stopped venting. But, yeah. Um, 
but you know i've even you know that's where i i i uh one person gave me advice that i mean many people have given me advice since i started streaming but one person gave me the advice that you know if you're struggling to come up with a schedule pick a game that is your mo that seems to be your most popular game and build your schedule around that and that's why i built my schedule around among us because even though among us does have its touch and go times where it's tough to fill a lobby or because i know you don't like playing with randoms in among us you usually like just filling up a lobby with the people from your chat but i yeah. still i still you know i'll fill up to a point with my chat and then fill in the empty spots with randoms but um that there are days where there's not many people wanting to watch Among Us, there's not many people wanting to play Among Us, etc., etc. But that's because of Among Us. That's because there's, you know, slow days and there's busy days for Among Us. But I'm sure that's, you know, but I know that's the case for most games. But it still goes back to the idea that my channel was built on Among Us like your channel was built on Fortnite. Yeah. I know it can be very difficult, especially with everything going on um, <clears throat> right now with all the new games coming in, like slowly games are like dying out, you know, and I still think like any type of viewership is, is amazing. Right. The fact that people are sitting on the other side of a screen watching me suck at a game <laughs> is more than I could ask for. <laughs> so I'm like, you know, the fact that people waste hours and hours coming to hang out with me is really all that I need. <laughs> Hey, that's me with and Bungie I'm Mobile. horrible. Yeah, that's exactly. And Bungie I'm just Mobile. like you know, I just love it. I love having people come by and like, I love seeing familiar faces. That's what right. I really like. I like the fact that people come back. Um, it makes me feel like I'm doing something right when it comes to, um, like the happiness of viewers. Right. You which know, makes me happy. Right. Right. I I completely agree. And you know the funniest thing is when the funniest thing is when a viewer that hasn't been around for a while comes in and is shocked when you actually remember them yeah and that's what i love like i'm horrible with names but i try my hardest to remember people mm -hmm. but after like the second time that somebody comes in then i like really remember them um but i think even that in itself that makes me really happy if i join the stream and i haven't been there for right. like a week and someone remembers me i mean my name is in my uh in my twitch name but right just the fact that they can remember who i am right. um, is really awesome right and i know that i may have you know a little bit of an advantage because you know wrestling express isn't exactly a uh you know a forgetful name because it's you know a name that you know sticks out because not everybody you know it's not necessarily a gaming related name yeah um you know but speaking of bigger you know bigger streamers that i feel like in most interviews bigger streamers hesitate to talk about how grateful they are for their community and how you know you know like they wouldn't be here for you know if not for them because it's that's not what makes an interesting interview mm -hmm. so i feel like in some cases even though they would want to talk about that and i'm not saying that the bigger streamers aren't grateful i'm just saying that 
you know, when you're talking to, you know, I've seen a number of gamers go on, uh, what is it, uh, Jimmy Fallon. And, you know, that's not exactly what you want to hear when you go on Jimmy Fallon. You want to talk about how you did something special when you were playing this game or how you did some, you know, how, you know, like the specs of Fortnite or the specs of this game or the amount of viewers or whatever. And you can't get that specific and that personal with that because it's like not something that sells tickets. You, you know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. I totally get that. Um, and I think it just gets like really complicated, you know, and I'm sure that they would love to get to know their viewers and things like that. But once you reach a certain amount of people, it's really hard to like, Right. I mean, I barely have people come into chat and it's hard enough trying to play a game um, and see how people are um, and then remember names on top of that. And that's kind of why, like, a lot of the time, like, people are like, you're going to get big. And I really honestly don't want to. Like, I'm really scared, <laughs> like, of the fact that it's even possible. Like, the just how fast I grew was, like, a lot for me. And I yeah. think that's why I kind of got burnt out at first was just because, like, the fear of not having that, um, not having the connection with viewers or having the connection with my community i don't want to be a big streamer or um i don't want to have to go through all that you know and like i feel like being small um is really awesome i think to myself because you get to um get to know people on a personal level and you get to talk to these people and actually like be a part of their lives like learn things like right and they could be like the simplest of things but they make right. me so happy that i uh, out of all people that they've met who they've never met in person feel the need to share something like super exciting in their life and that's kind of what i live for um, right. And mm -hmm. I think that it's a bummer to have all those big streamers, you know, not be able to like, talk about that because they don't sell tickets that way. Right. Um, but I, it's understandable. Yeah. Totally get it. Yeah, and, you know, I mean, it's like, I mean, that's where I'm fascinated when I, because I have been introduced to some bigger streamers, you know, who get, you know, 30, 40 viewers every stream, or sometimes even more than that, you know, 60 to 80 every stream, and they're able to keep track of Chad. And, you know, if, I mean, I also think that's where your mods come in, that if you see, you know, your mod answer somebody from, pre, you know, earlier, then you could keep, you know, you could stay and put, you know, uh, up to date with what's going on in Chad. But I was fascinated by how well this person uh kept track of their chat and just you know because of how many people were in the stream but i also think that's where the mods come in and having mods that are also active in the stream and you know manage the chat and make sure everybody's doing well yeah i think mods are super important and then also like making sure that um you really know who your mods are. Because um, mm -hmm. at first, starting to stream, like, I really honestly modded everyone because I was like, you know, like, I'm having a hard time with chat. Like, I was doing it off my PS4, so I was trying to do it off my phone. And it was really difficult. Yeah. Um, 
And then you have like some mods who ask you to be mods and kind of take advantage of the fact that they have all this control now, right? Mm-hmm. So Wicked has been the greatest mod to create my Discord server. I now have a new Discord server, but um, just those kinds of things, like to point me in the right direction of things that I never knew. Right. Um, and then really taking care of me and making sure to be in streams and um, just being able to trust him with things right. like kind of like my safety. He was like my security guard. That's what it kind of felt like. <laughs> because there's so many people, you know, like, right. and you never know what people are going to say. And right. I've been so thankful for that. And he also put in like what I have right now is because I'm not really watching, like I am reading chat. I just ha- don't have a chance to kind of like compile everything together. But it's really difficult for me to see like the actions of people from previous time, you know. So we implicated on my stream that mods would choose mods because they're the ones who are keeping track of chat the entire right. time. Right. So although I have a say, of course, and I have the final say, like if I actually really enjoy someone who's in stream or I've talked to them before, then I have final say. Or if I think that someone would be a great mod, then I put it into mod chat and they all discuss it. But just to have that um, team to really help you mm-hmm. out. And then even like if I'm too busy in a game, to be able to look over and see that like mods are taking care of like new people who come in, which I love, by the way, um, Twitch's new um, thing that shows like first, um, their first time messaging, mm-hmm. because I can really kind of connect and realize like, oh, okay, this person is new, mm-hmm. you know, and I can give like a little bit more attention to the fact that this is their first time joining the stream, even though I give everybody attention, <laughs> you kind of give that a little bit more to so that they realize, like, you know, like, the next time I come in, this person is actually going to care about what's going on in my life. Right. So right. I think it's super important having those mods be able to be your backbone when you're too busy to look over a chat. Right. And then also to have, like, your back when you've got people coming in and blowing up or not following rules. Right. Right. And, you know, I mean... That's another piece of advice that, you know, my, um, much like you had Wicked, I had, you know, my, my uh, best friend Sassy, she, you know, you know, she, she didn't, you know, it was always, you know, a little bit of advice here, a little bit of advice there, you know, but she's the one that said, you can't mod everybody. Yeah. You know, you may want to, but you can't mod, you can't mod everybody. Yeah, and I think that was really hard for me because I'm so, I always see the best in people. Right. And don't kind of, like, look at, like, what could happen, you know? I never take a look at that. So to have somebody step aside and be like, you know what, like, not everybody can be a mod. Right. And let me take that away from you, and I'll watch and see was probably the greatest amount of advice. Like, you have no idea how many people I ended up unmodding just because of like inappropriate things that were happening on stream. Right. But yeah. You know, and that's where I would like one thing I, I saw uh, two streamers that, you know, one I used to watch one, I still watch here and there that they have way too many mods. They have, I think at one point they both had like eight or eight to 10 mods. Not including, not. not including the bots, not including stream elements, stream labs, you know, those, the, the chat bots. Yeah. 
And I said to myself, you don't need more than five or six. Yeah. I mean, for smaller streamers, you really don't. And I think it's really good to kind of get to know your viewers as well. And like, um, like for me, I think it's really great to have people who are in different time zones. Like I wouldn't mod right. everybody who's staying in California because for me, that's three hours ahead. Right. Um, so it just doesn't make any sense. Like I would love to mod all my like super, um, everyone who comes in, but it's just like, I really have to think about like, what's the best? How are we going to get the most amount done? So right. for me, like, it's really nice having B because she's um, from Hawaii as well. So she's mm -hmm. able to be on for that entire time of the stream because we're on a, on the same schedule. Right. You know? Right. It's also nice to have like when B's not here and maybe I'm streaming super late and I have someone who's four hours ahead of me kind of be able to take care of like that right. time. But at the same time, it's like, I could also do mod thing, so right, not a huge deal if people can't make it or things like that. But I've never really, I think I have maybe five or six mods right? and um, maybe like four regular mods who come in. But every once in a while, someone will stop in and do their job as a mod and it's been nice. <laughs> right. And that's, a, you know, that's the thing. I just reshuffled around my mods. The only person that I kept was Sassy, but I you know, made people VIP, you know, made some mods VIP, took them out, you know, took them away because I never, I will never complain about people not showing up. I understand that, you know, people have lives and, you know, just the fact that they want to come in vibe for as, however long they want to come in, whether they're a mod, whether they're a VIP, it doesn't matter. But it just felt like, you know, it was getting to the point where other people were more like, People that were qualified to be mod were coming in, and people who were mod weren't. Yeah. And I feel like sometimes it can be a little hard, especially when you start making connections with people. Right. Because it kind of feels like really personal, right? When you decide, like, we're going to unmod you. or. And I think what people need to understand as well is um, you have to do what's best for the stream. Mm -hmm. um and if people can't come in I, i'm the same exact way i don't want anyone to ever feel bad that they can't make it to stream because i totally get it i mean i can barely make it to my own stream sometimes <laughs> so life is always going to be life and right. there will always be tomorrow um and there will always be other streams that'll happen so for me it's like very important that people understand like it's not necessary for you to be there it's not a job um, right. It's more of just kind of like a hobby, and I really appreciate the people who do come in and really right. help bond my channel. But I get that there's other things in your life that you have to do. Right. But at the same time, if you decide um, that you're not going to be in stream a lot, then I also want to be able to mod someone who can be in stream. Right. <clears throat> you know, and give it to the people who are able to do it because it, for me, it helps out um, stream. It helps out. Um, new people coming in, you know, and then just keeping um, stream appropriate, which right. is, I think, the whole point of having, like, a safe community. Like, I would hate to go somewhere and, you know, like, a person has uh, six mods, but unfortunately none of them can make it, which, again, is not a big problem, but you have, like, all these people who are coming in and harassing people or calling people names, like, but you have these people who are um, regulars, Mm -hmm. who would be able to do that 
you just haven't had the chance to mod them or things like that. But it kind of would put um, pressure on a new viewer or even just regular viewers to come in and kind of have uh, things like that happen. Right. Especially in a stream that you really enjoy watching. But I could see, I have been in a few streams where they didn't feel the need for mods. Um, they thought that they could do it on their own and lots of arguments would start in comments and um, I just had to leave that because for me, like the reason being on Twitch is to make me happy, to kind of watch people enjoy themselves and just to kind of see like somebody come back from playing a game and like reading all of these negative hate comments and just like the look in people's faces and like kind of almost like the embarrassment for me, like myself, like just to have somebody come in and call people out in my stream, even if like we've known each other, I've had issues where, um, people who are regulars would come in and say like uh, inappropriate things and me knowing very well it's not intentional but from the outside of people coming in and maybe not saying anything and just kind of lurking we have to make sure that those people also feel comfortable because yeah. um, I would hate to go into a stream and kind of feel like oh my gosh well this is like really inappropriate or I kind of feel like they're picking on me you know yeah I think that's what's really important too about having mods is like just them like being able to assist you with that. Right, and I feel like the mod. Um, I, well, I I mean I, the last interview I did was with a a person who was mod for like, uh, multiple channels, and he. You know, we went through what the importance you know the importance of a mod and blah 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 and, just the idea of the mod being looked at as a step below the broadcaster and it needs to be somebody that is able to act a certain way to not i mean i guess embarrass the broadcaster for having that role yeah and not feeling like this sense of power like i've also struggled with people right. that way as well of like i mean the band hammer is fun don't get me wrong. Like, I love a good band, okay? Oh, but yeah. I had, like, some people who were just, like, felt the need to ban everybody. And I also don't want people to come in and think that one inappropriate comment is going to lead to somebody getting banned. Because, I mean, some things are funny. And right, right. a lot of people have different types of humor. And I'm a very open and honest person. So, like, things, like, inappropriate things don't bug me. Like, it's not something that really gets to me but like disrespectful things are what i can't stand so right. like i noticed that a lot of people and like a lot of people who modded for different uh different streams were kind of bringing their idea of what a stream should be or how people should act in your stream as well and that's where it was kind of getting difficult because I felt like everyone was getting banned left and right. And even though it wasn't something that really offended me or I felt like was offensive, that would have gone perfectly with my type of stream, um, where people were getting banned for that. So I had to go through a lot of bans and kind of um, right. wipe those clear. But once you go in and like, let's say I come in and say something that maybe you're having a conversation about something, it sounded like I had something good to say, but when the mods didn't like it and banned me, of course I'm not going to come back to the stream because now I feel like I'm not welcome. Right. So I think that's super important as well is to be able to, for those people to understand, like, there's a certain way to act as a mod 
Mm-hmm. And even though you have the power, just like the broadcaster does, that you're also setting an example for everybody else right. that's in the street. And right. it's super important to kind of understand like who you're representing at the same time. Um, when this person is kind of putting their entire life on broadcast, you know? Right. You know, and that's where like, I mean, I know every broadcaster gets it where they have viewers come in and be like, Oh, can I be mod? Can I be mod? Can I be mod? And you know, you have to think about, okay, can this person be a mod? No. How do I say it in a nice way that I don't want them to get mad for not for me saying no? Mm-hmm. You know, and then you have to think, okay, I may not be able to make this person a mod, but can I make them a VIP? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I wish there were other, like, um, I wish Twitch would have different tiers, you know? Yeah. Because I feel like we can't mod everyone, right? Right. But we just have, like, VIPs. I wish they would have, like, regulars or something like that that we could give these people because we have, like, people who come in and they're there all the time with, like, like, I like to reward um, VIPs to people who've watched over 100 hours because everyone's trying to compete for watch time, right? <laughs> yeah. But then, but then I also feel like I want to give back to people who have been here who come every day and maybe they can't be there so mm-hmm. many hours in a day, you know, which is also understandable. Mm-hmm. But it's like you can't really give them... Um, you want certain people to feel really special and you want others to feel special but like trying to figure out like the in-betweens and everything right to have that is kind of where like the struggle is as well and kind of trying to figure out what is the best way to get people who are in my stream to feel the type of feel that they're appreciated well i mean that's the thing it's like even like even with vip there requires some sort of semblance of you know how to act and you're not going to act crazy because it doesn't look good if you're a VIP acting crazy. Yeah, exactly. You know, and it's just the idea, like it's also, I always thought, well, you don't want it just to be VIP mod, VIP mod, all, all down the chat log because then people who don't have a role will feel less willing to type, which is what my the mod I spoke to in the previous interview um, uh, talked about how you can't, the, basically the reason why you can't mod everybody or you can't VIP everybody because it makes people feel not included just seeing the symbols next to people's names. Exactly, and I, I never really like thought like fully on that. But I totally get that, kind of like coming in and feeling like maybe you're not as important as the other people. Right. I think that's something you really have to think about. That's really great advice. <laughs> hey, I mean, that's why the guy, that's why I made the guy my, one of my mods. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, that's where, I mean, there are people that I look at in my stream and I say, yeah, if they only knew how to act they would know you know they would be they come in the stream every day they're here all the time they always want to play they always want to be included but they just aren't the most welcoming person and 
don't always are aren't always aware of how they're acting like because they know how they act around us but we know how they are and a new person may not see that as oh they just got to get used to them yeah that's and that's what i mean by like you really need to have somebody who knows how to have fun and like be themselves but also realizing that uh certain certain ways of acting are meant for certain things you know like you can't always act like for me i'm like way out there and tend to be really blunt and sometimes i have to kind of take a step back and realize like okay these people who are coming in don't really know who i am or what my intentions are and sometimes i have to take a step back and realize like okay maybe i need to be a little less blunt with new players because i can be very aggressive right and not intentionally to hurt anyone's feelings but i'm a bully and it's just a part of the way that i am and when mm-hmm. I say bully, I don't mean, like, intentionally trying to hurt anyone's feelings, but I tend to just get into games, like, way too hardcore yeah. and take it way too personal myself. But mm-hmm. a lot of my regulars understand that that's just the way that I am, and I really, honestly, love everybody. It's just my personality is really out there, and right. I need to understand that right. sometimes it's not appropriate to do it and give people time to get to get to know me so same thing with like the thabans um giving people the chance of realizing okay like this is a really great stream the mods are doing their job the broadcaster is um having fun really welcoming i enjoy watching this so like i feel like it's like a big family that everyone has to do like their own individual part Mm -hmm. for it to run smoothly Mm -hmm. yeah i agree I agree. Um, now, well, I know that uh, you know we spoke about we spoke you know a little bit about the formation of your community earlier, but I know that a lot of games similar to Fortnite, you know, Call of Duty, you know, the battle royal type games, don't always have the most um, non-toxic community or the most understanding community have you captured any of that in Fortnite or are you would you say that you don't see normally that side of that game I don't honestly speaking of like toxicity in games I have not seen a lot of it in Fortnite. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I see it a lot in creative, um, and it's kind of why I've kind of strayed away from it. Right. Um, for a bit, because people just get very competitive. And it's totally understandable. I do the same thing. Everyone rages. It's totally cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but for, for, like, Battle Royale games, I feel like it's very... I don't know. I think... Fortnite and the reason why I've stayed on Fortnite for so long is because the community is way different. Right. Um, and it tends to be a lot younger. Um, and I feel like that's probably why. Right. Um, I've tried multiple times to kind of get into uh, COD 
Um, I actually, before I started streaming and I, before I started playing Fortnite, I actually played a lot of COD and I really enjoyed the game, but the community is just not for me. I tend to mute my mic and mute everybody that's in the game. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of a bummer because I feel like it doesn't ever feel like people are enjoying the game. They're just enjoying being mean to everyone. And it's not somewhere that I can really see myself. And I've told people multiple times, like, everyone wants me to play Warzone or um, play uh, Team Deathmatch and stuff like that. And as much as I would love to um, open up my stream to more viewers of different kinds of gameplay, I've just noticed that every single time that I've opened it up for that, I've gotten, like, negative um like comments and chat things like that and um maybe it's just me i'm not sure but for me it's not worth it um to play those games even if i enjoy them i'd rather play them off stream than open it up to kind of like feeling attacked oh yeah you know i i mean indirectly i was referencing call of duty's community because call of duty's <laughs> community is extremely toxic but i completely agree that you know that's the case and it's just like you know when i would play uh even when i would play call of duty mobile people would come in and be like oh do you want a 1v1 sometime or do you want a 2v2 blah 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 blah, blah. and i'm like i've done 2v2s twice in cod mobile and both times ridiculously boring yeah and i think that's why i do i try to stay away from even in fortnite I don't 1v1 people, I don't do those kinds of things because a lot of the time, and I feel like a lot of the time, um, people tend to take advantage of broadcasters, which I also don't really, right. I feel like a lot of people don't talk about, and I feel like it's a very important like subject, you know, like you don't have to do everything that everybody wants you to do, like I love taking suggestions. Right. And um, having people feel like they have a say of what goes on in stream, because it's also, like I said, it's our stream. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, like, you need to figure out, like, what honestly makes you happy and what doesn't. And, right. like, for me, when I first started streaming, opening it up to 1v1s and 2v2s for me was, one, really boring. And then, two, I just kind of felt like I was being picked on the entire time, which made it not interesting or I wasn't very happy because I felt like especially in Fortnite right everybody is the best builder and things like that and like right, right. I play the game for fun I'm not a great player mm -hmm. I don't claim to be like ninja or anything but um people come in and they want to show their skills and I just don't really feel like <laughs> right. I'm on the level of doing those kinds of things but and then you kind of get like um, you open it up to like creative and stuff like that and like it's fun it's really great to have 16 people come in and play and like share the same interests as you but at the same time like everybody just gets so toxic and like I feel like people will start forgetting like we're playing this for fun like please yeah. enjoy yourself like we're doing this as a community not mm -hmm. to make anybody feel less and I think like just being in caught and other games i just noticed noticed so much more like toxicity and it's just not what i want my stream right right I, I i completely agree with you i completely agree that um like some people just 
you know, like have a, even if you say, you know, you know, just pass along a certain rule and then, you know, somebody just keeps talking and they're like, well, they like keep, they like to keep talking because they want to show off to their friends. Oh, I was on a stream on Twitch. Ah. You know, yeah. it's like, well, if I was your friend, I'd say, oh, okay. You sound like a tool. <laughs> Yeah, and that's another thing is, like, as, like, not only on, like, a um, broadcaster's point of view, but, like, from a viewer's perspective of it's not, like, what people need to understand, like, when you're going into a stream and these people are here, like, putting into a lot of work, like, you put a lot of time and effort into, um, making a place for people to feel welcome yeah. and like not even just that but also like money to put into your like stream setup to be able to run these things mm -hmm. and for someone to come in and act completely inappropriate or like not only does it ruin the mood for the broadcaster and the people who are trying to enjoy the game but it also puts the broadcaster stream on like on a red flag for twitch you know like that's also like another thing is just being able to handle those kinds of things right. like right. Um, being able to even though you're very upset about like, what's going on like smoothly get rid of things that are like that that are happening mm -hmm. and like realizing how to handle situations that are like that but just I kind of sometimes wonder like what people are thinking when they decide to do things like that in the middle of someone's stream like what could really possess someone to feel the need to make it toxic? Well, yeah. I mean, and it's really like, you don't have so many rules, you know? Like, right. it, like one of the top rules is just positive. Like, right. I just want positive vibes. That's it. Like, I don't ask for much. Like, I even said I don't like stream sniping, but I still let people stream snipe me. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> my biggest concern is that we just keep it friendly. Right. That's all I ask. Right, like I know I we've had to deal with uh, hackers in our Minecraft server and, you know, somebody, we've had to deal with griefers during stream and I, I got pissed off, I got pissed off at the people for not listening to the rules and I finally just, I finally just said, okay, you know, it's done, we're banning them. Yeah, you know, and sometimes it gets to the point where it's just kind of like, it already creates like a bad mood. Right. And, like, sometimes I'm just, like, um, it goes to the whole point of, like, you don't know what's going on in people's lives. And, like, I've had multiple times where I've had negative things happen and um, things that really affected, like, my mental health, which is the whole point that I started the community. Right. Was to get away from, like, the negativity that was happening, like, IRL. Right. And be able to put myself out there and say, like, yes, like, shitty things do happen. Like, life sucks. But at the same time, like, we can still enjoy it. There are still really great things that are happening. Right. But for people to come in and kind of, like, put that on the line for you, not realizing what people are experiencing outside of stream life, um, is what's crazy and kind of throws me through a loop. And... I've had points where I've completely just quit stream, like turned the stream off because I was just so overwhelmed with mm -hmm. the negativity that was happening. 
and I feel like it's very difficult and I feel like being on the other side of the cam like I also don't want to say the wrong things to hurt anyone's feelings Mm-hmm. And I don't want to get banned because I'm trying to create a positive um, space for people. Right. But at the same time, it almost feels like not being able to stand up for yourself. Right. Um, sometimes. And I think being able to handle those kinds of situations in like a really like professional way um, and being able to step aside and be like, you know, like this is really childish, but I can handle it. Um is really important as a broadcaster but just being a viewer like if people can just take a step back and realize like okay like yeah there are shitty days and maybe this person is having a shitty day let's not add to it that would be right awesome you know and that's where you know i will put my mods on the spotlight here to say most of my mods, it won't take much if somebody's acting out in chat for them to be banned. Yeah, same. <laughs> Which I am more than willing to give my mods that freedom. Yeah, I think so too. And I think like at first, like I really wanted uh, my mods to kind of discuss with me because because of all the bad experiences previously with my um, previous mods kind of having people who I felt like didn't deserve to get banned, did get banned. I felt the need to kind of say, you know, hey, like, I want you to reach out to me and ask me if it's okay to ban this person because I would hate to ban somebody that I felt didn't really deserve it. Right. But as I got, like, deeper into these streams, I started realizing that maybe something that was said in stream didn't really affect me as a person, but it could affect somebody else. and. Mm-hmm. I kind of stepped aside and realized, like, okay, I had a discussion with the mods and just said, you know, if anything in stream makes you feel uncomfortable or you feel makes someone uncomfortable, I want you to call out, like, the rule, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, if the person continues to do it, because some people come in, it's a joke, like, I get it, like, you made, like, some dark humor joke, maybe it offended somebody, you give them, like, a warning. After that, just ban them because I don't want to have to deal with, I would rather lose one person who felt like it was okay to say something inappropriate and it was a joke rather Mm -hmm. than them continuing to do it. And I lose people who've been here for a long time who've supported me. Right. Because I don't want it to look like I don't care. Right. Right. You know, I I mean, I know we could talk about this all day, but now to a topic, to a different topic, and that is, how has Twitch changed your life? Oh my gosh, yeah, we could talk about this part all day, too. (laughs) (laughs) So, I think uh, it's changed my life in a lot of different ways. Um, So much. I'm so thankful for so much because honestly, coming into this entire thing, I never thought in a million years that I'd meet so many wonderful people. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think like sometimes I'm in just like so much shock that in such little time, I mean, I live on a little rock in the middle of the ocean. So I don't really have like lots of people here, you know, to get to know. Right. But just to meet, like, so many people of different ages, different walks of life, and um, going through different things, or maybe even just the same thing, and being able to, like, open my eyes of, like, what's going on in the world, 
Um, I've met people who live on the same island as me that I went to school with, that I never interacted with. I'm talking about B, but just like these small things of right. like the fact that I just decided one day to buy cam and start streaming on Twitch led to me having all of these people mm. who actually care about me and message me and see how I am and me reaching out to these people and people who are halfway across the world. Right. To me, that in itself has changed my life. Um, I'm so thankful for all of those people, but at the same time, um, it's also changed my life in ways like, um, my confidence level has gone up tremendously. Um, anxiety levels and things like that have gone down. Um, I've been able to create a space where I felt like maybe things that I couldn't talk about or feelings that I couldn't show to people who I am in IRL or in real life, I feel like I can come here and like be a part of a family that cares, but isn't so personal that it's right here that I feel like I can't be open and honest, you know? Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's, it's like, you know, it's like my buddy said, uh, you know, another streamer, he's like, so only Twitch is the only place where a, a, a kid from Missouri can make friends with a kid in Australia. Exactly. And I think that that's super awesome. Like I've been able to meet people from all over the world. Mm -hmm. um, and sometimes like uh, what I love is when people come in and kind of say like that they're going through a rough patch in their life. And right. like, I know that oh too well, like there's a lot of things that can happen in someone's life. And I think just being able to reach out to those people, you know, like I would have never been able to do that um, right. without Twitch. Mm -hmm. Um, and then to be able to share like huge events, like, um, people having babies and, um, people graduating from high school, like even just like the whole spectrum of all these things or like weddings or small things like getting new tattoos and like everyone just coming together to celebrate these new things that are happening in their life, I think is amazing. And I'm so thankful to have been a part of that and to bring all these people together that they feel like they can. Right. I, I completely agree. I completely agree. You know, I mean, I never, I never imagined that I would have, you know, friends in England and friends, you know, a friend in Hawaii, friends all over the, friends all over the U.S. You know, I mean, I, I never imagined that. Yeah, and I think it's um, super awesome to be able to say, like, um, one of these days I would love to be able to uh, meet people that I've met on stream that I've known for a while. Mm -hmm. And it, it's just super awesome to think that you could create a friendship online, not meet people face to face. Like everyone gets to see my face, right? But I don't really get to see everyone else's. Right. But to be able to create a connection and realize like, you know, this person really enjoys it, even though they don't know me in real life, really enjoys like my personality. Um, enjoys playing games with me um we have some of the same interests and stuff like that to be able to say like hey maybe one day we could like meet up like if anyone wants to meet up i'd be more than happy to fly to the mainland and meet a couple of people i think that that's really 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 cool mm -hmm. now from knowing you for the time that i have which i found out yesterday was uh, uh that i've been following you since december 
you know, I actually followed you. Crazy. I actually followed you on Christmas Day, uh, Christmas Day last year. <laughs> oh man! I I I I, che- I checked the follow, which, um, which yes, you're right. It is crazy, but now I do remember because I was distributing. Uh, I had uh, bits out, and I was giving away bits to random people, and you know, I just popped into your stream. And thus far, I haven't left. <laughs> Which I'm so thankful. It's so nice. Like, I love to be able to go in and same thing like you, um, like give back to the different streamers and pop in streams. I'm not the most active at being in streams, but I do pop in every once in a while as yeah. everyone's stream that comes and hangs out. Mm-hmm. But I think that's super awesome. Like, I love seeing... Um, like follow it it's super awesome to see like how long people have been around for yeah. and that really did surprise me though <laughs> i mean i saw a guy, a guy was in stream last night and he was in my stream last night and he popped up followage and he's like seven months and i'm like wait what <laughs> yeah it almost kind of feels like same thing that's why i started streaming in september just like you and um like you know they've been there for a long time you're i'm like i know you've been here for a long time but to see the amount of time like yeah. um show up on follow it's just really really surprising and to think like hey you've been here for that long like and you haven't left <laughs> right and you know it's just the idea of i found out later he came over in a raid from somebody else's stream because i raided you know, like they were, you know, I rated the per, the somebody else from that same community, and they mentioned the guy by name, and I'm like, that's how you found, me. that's how you started following me. You came over in one of his raids. You know, just like yeah. the amount of, you know, I I mean, I don't want to say like viral marketing that goes about with Twitch, because it's not technically word of mouth. It's yeah, more. But- having that opening of having those raids right happen and right. like you it's amazing how um far those things can go right um because i same thing um i've like met super awesome people that maybe didn't really um uh, like for you for example <laughs> and like um even like uh Pudi was a great example was just so happened to be lurking in someone's stream and he was watching wrestling and somehow they ended up um there was two raids that happened and it ended up in my stream Mm -hmm. and he was like i would have probably never clicked on it right people i there's some that i would have never clicked on but i just so happened to take that step or raided someone and they raided someone and i ended up really liking that streamer right and like really enjoying like what they have uh just like by a click so i think it's super important that i try to every single time that i stream regardless of the amount of views we could have two views and it could Mm -hmm. be me and a mod or me and some person who's just lurking i try to raid Mm -hmm. to kind of like get people out there because i mean something even that i may not enjoy someone might really enjoy Right, you know, and uh, nothing beats the, you know, getting a message from somebody saying, thank you for the raid, I really appreciate it. Yeah, and I think that's so awesome. And I feel like the Twitch community in a whole 
is really, really positive. Mm -hmm. um, streamers are really awesome. I've met some really great streamers um, as well as viewers, but the experience um, in a whole has been positive for the most part. Right, and I'll, and I'll even say I can. I'll, I'll even tell you because you know him, Specs. Two days yeah. ago, I raided Specs, and you know, right after the raid, he texted, he messaged me on Discord thanking me for the raid. Yeah, and I think that's like if you don't have time to do it, like right then and there, that it's great for people to reach out and kind of like thank you. Like, I love the fact that people come together and just say, hey, you know, like. And even just the trust that you have in somebody to bring over your viewers, you know, like people who are there. Because by the time you end the end the stream, right? Sometimes you have a couple of new people, and most of the time you thought like some of your regulars who are just sitting in and watching. Right. Um, but to be able to take someone, I actually made the mistake of, and I didn't read any of the information that was on there. Now I try to get one of the mods to choose or if somebody in chat has somebody that they want to yeah i do the same thing recommend i yeah. do the same thing mm -hmm. and i try to hit people who are um, on the lower scale scale of viewers and um trying to reach affiliate or something like that lately it's been really hard to find people um but i try to reach those lower viewers so that they can be boosted up and maybe somebody really likes their content and sticks yeah. with them mm -hmm. Or I've been, you know, I have, I also have my, you know, normal people that I raid, you know, and if I have somebody on my followers list that I never raided like Specs, then I'll be like, okay, you know, I've never raided them, let's go ahead and raid them, you know, or like I know I recommended to you uh, Master, because Master puts in the work for his raid video, you know, and it's just like yeah. a great introduction to his stream, and I praise it every single time I go into a stream. Yeah, that was awesome. You know, <laughs> but, like, um, you know, but I'll, you know, I, I got various people, like, you know, I'll say, you know, Lone Shark, who may actually be a part of this documentary, he, the reason why I will always gravitate towards rating him is because he's the only reason why I have emotes. Because he did, he did my emotes for me. No charge. Oh, he did. He did. He did my emotes for me, so he's the only reason why I have emotes. So if I, any way I can give back to him, I always take the opportunity to give back to him because, you know, he didn't. He could have said no. Yeah. <laughs> he, he exactly. Could, he could have said no. He could have said no. You're gonna pay for him, and you know, you're gonna pay you know whatever seventy dollars for him, or I think that was the price that I was gonna pay for him, or. Maybe like $45 a piece or something like that. Yeah, and I think that's really great too, is like you can get together this community that certain people know how to do certain things right. that maybe you don't know how to do. Mm -hmm. And it's great to kind of like make these connections where you can say like, hey, like I would be more than happy to pay for them. And someone can say, you know what? Like you don't have to because right. we're great friends mm -hmm. and you know like ways to help them out as well. Right. Like, same thing with Wicked. He put in all that time and effort to make my Discord server and all these things. And the best way that I could help was by helping him reach affiliate. Right. And as much as, like, it doesn't involve, like, money, as much as I would love to be able to hire people to be mods, you know what I mean, to be able to do those kinds of things, it's just right. not possible at where oh, yeah. I'm at or where mm -hmm. I want to be, you know? Mm -hmm. 100%. But at the same time, being able to 
um, give back to the people who give you mm -hmm. is a great feeling in itself. Exactly. And, well, I know one thing that is very important to you from being in your streams is mental health. Mm -hmm. And there is always an aspect, usually I save it for last, for the discussions, to talk about mental health. And uh, so now, if you don't mind, would you want to talk about your little hiatus that you took uh, and when you went through the rebrand and, you know, just that process? Yeah, of course. So there were a lot of um, personal things that were happening in my life and a lot of like um, self-reflecting that I felt like I needed to do. Um, I feel like a lot of people or a lot of broadcasters, we put ourselves out there and as much as it's easy to just um, sit there and talk, which I was doing a lot of just chatty, um, it's also very uh, mentally um, uh, complicated, I guess. Yeah. So it takes a lot out of somebody to kind of put themselves out there. And for me, I don't um, talk about it a lot, but I suffer from depression and anxiety. So some days it makes it very difficult for me to, even if nothing super crazy is happening in my life, it makes it very hard for me to get in front of a camera and be myself mm -hmm. without having some type of mental breakdown. So I felt like with all of the streaming that I was doing, even though I enjoyed it and I love my community so much, it was becoming a huge toll on my mental health. And I felt like I really needed to take a step back um, and kind of rethink um streaming again and kind of i was starting to get to the point where it kind of felt like a job um and it felt like i was starting to stray away from what i originally intended to start streaming about mm -hmm. so i felt like i needed to kind of take that month away to kind of um self-reflect and kind of remind myself the reason why i fell in love with streaming to begin with mm -hmm. that's kind of why i kind of thought over the um rebranding kind of um trying to stay true to myself and uh, kind of figure out why I wanted to do this and why I felt like I needed to do it. So over my month, um, I went in and out of changing my name because uh, originally I started off as Vile Wolf and I'm not sure if you know this, but the reason why I had Vile Wolf was just because I'd stole my husband's PS4 and started learning to play Fortnite. I enjoyed it and that's when I started playing um, on Twitch. And I kind of, at that time, didn't really know like what Twitch was about. I didn't know about the whole community thing. I just kind of thought like, you know, people are gonna be in chat and like, I had no thought process of like who I thought I was or who I thought I wanted to be as a broadcaster. I never really got that chance. and my stream had just kind of taken off so quickly that I didn't really get a chance to grasp that. So while I was out on my month, um, I kind of put together my stream a little bit better, got me emotes, things like that. But I also kind of wanted to think like, who am I and what do I want people to kind of see? Cause from Vile Wolf, it kind of didn't, I didn't resonate. It was just a name that I had picked off from someone else. So, um, in mm -hmm. the beginning, when I first started streaming, I kind of felt like I wanted to be secretive of who I was. I wasn't sure if I wanted to share my name or my life 
because I kind of felt like when I first started, like these people weren't going to care. Right. Like they were just going to want to play games, you know? Right. And as I got into this and right before I went out, I was kind of like, you know, this has turned into more of a family. Like I know these people and I talk to these people more than I talk to people I know in real life. And right. It kind of felt unfair because I was giving people this name that didn't resonate with me, that I didn't really have a meaning for. Um, but some people I'd introduce myself as Sai, and um, it's not my real name. It's not my full real name, but it's a part of my name. Mm -hmm. um, but for the most of my life, I've gone by my full whole name, and I only let people who I felt were close to me um, call me Sai. It was very weird letting people call me that but as i started kind of getting to know these people i realized you know like there's no reason for me to hide like these people care and i don't understand now that i'm thinking of it why i would think that they wouldn't but that's kind of the whole reason why i decided to change my name to exo baby and even though some people were like we don't like the name i was just kind of like you know like i'm tired of introducing myself as vile wolf because it doesn't really say anything about like when people come in and they say like how do you say your name it's exo side baby but i'm sigh so it's more centered around like the actual persons behind the street right so i felt that, that was really great but um again with the whole mental health thing and kind of being able to take that break and step aside and kind of say like hey like you're doing too much um you need time for yourself you need to be able to take care of yourself because I'm so involved with everyone, you know, and I love that, but almost kind of putting myself on the sideline and not taking care of myself as well. Mm -hmm. So I feel like that's super important for people who are going to um, start broadcasting or are broadcasting. If you ever feel like you're in a rut and you feel like you're stuck, like to take that extra break or take that extra day. I sometimes feel like I'm letting people down when I'm not on stream because mm -hmm. I don't really have a schedule right now, but I tend to be on on certain dates and mm. I feel completely horrible. And like, I let people down when I don't show up. Yeah, um, I know the feeling. Yeah. I know. The but at the same time, I have to talk myself into taking these breaks because I don't want to get to the point where I feel like it's not worth it anymore because it is definitely worth it. Right. Um, meeting all these people are worth it. I would do it 10,000 times all over again, maybe a little smoother and maybe talk myself into taking little breaks when I need it. But I would do it all over again if I had to. Now, w was there anything w with the name change to f start forming your own identity as opposed to maybe being an extension of your husband's identity? because you yeah, took his name definitely um you get a lot of people who come in and kind of ask like why is your name your name you know mm -hmm. and i kind of felt like um in the beginning it really was just a name and i didn't feel like i had stolen this name or anything like that or i felt like it was me right. but as soon as it became uh the point where like all these regular people would come in and refer to me as this name it kind of felt like I needed to separate myself right. because at the same time, like it didn't, it didn't mean anything. Now, if I had come up with the name myself, definitely I would have stuck with it. And like, I love the ring of vile wolf and it was a great name. It just, to me, it wasn't, 
what I felt like was, I guess, right. as plain and simple as that is. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Um, I know that, like, if you could give... I know we've, you know, given little nuggets here and there of advice for new streamers, but I know a lot of people have been affected in a variety of ways based on the current, you know, global situation. And, you know, now that we're coming out of it, you know, some somewhat coming out of it, that, you know, the situation might be going back to how it was. But if people like in your opinion would you say that it's better to come into twitch with no expectations or come into twitch with expectations no that is like a really hard question because i came in with no expectations um and honestly i wouldn't even know what kind of expectations i would come in with um, because it's completely different than what you think you're going to get yourself into. And it's always going to be different for different people. I agree. So I think coming in um, with the love of what you want to do and just the idea of what you want for yourself and for your community is probably the best thing to go in with because it's so up in the air. You're mm-hmm. not really going to know what you get. I mean, every day is different mm-hmm. when you're streaming. So I feel like just knowing what you want. Mm-hmm. Um and not worrying about what everybody else wants or what everyone else thinks Mm -hmm. because not everyone is going to like you at the end of the day and you're not always going to be someone's cup of tea right but you will be someone's cup of tea right not everyone can hate you you know what i mean yeah and so i think that's the best way to go in is to have expectations for yourself um because if I could do it any other way, I would have created goals and um, expectations of myself and like what I mm. wanted to do. Um, because you can't please everyone. Right. I think that's the most important thing when you're coming in as a new streamer. Right. And, you know, I'll even say that I never expected half of what I've done on Twitch. And I've done it, in my, you know, I've, I've, both of us have been on Twitch for around the same time. You know, maybe within a couple of weeks of each other, but I could never have expected that. I thought I was gonna, you know, I just started doing it just for the sake of doing it. You know, just give it a try, see what happens. And there were times when I was streaming seven days a week. Yeah. You know, and it's, and it's like, because you love it, right? You know, and that's the thing is like, put all the time and all the effort that you want to put into it, and things will show. Like I've had so many i've gone from the beginning where i had so many followers and um like followers each stream and like lots of viewers and it made me happy you know at that time it made Mm -hmm. me happy but now like months later even just with fewer followers every stream fewer viewers i'm still happy so i think it's so important to just remember like at the end of the day your happiness and your community's happiness is the most important mm-hmm. and just being thankful for it and for many people feel like you actually care right and like don't come on if you feel like you're just gonna be toxic you know <laughs> right you know and that's the thing and it's like i you know 
have the same, you know, mental health issues that so many other people do, you know, depression, anxiety, etc., etc., but streaming puts me on such a high some days that it allows for a little bit of an escape from those negative thoughts and you know then you look forward to tomorrow's stream or you know the one thing i would agree with you on is the importance of taking days off yeah and i totally feel you on like the whole um streamer high i get that all the time and sometimes it's really nice to be able to kind of break away from everything that's going on in your life and i kind of wish honestly now that i think about it like having those days for me to take off now um to really pay attention to myself and my needs and things like that um Mm -hmm. are really great i wish i wouldn't have taken off so much time like if i had paid attention to what i needed and um listen to my body at the time that i was doing all of this i wouldn't have needed to take a whole entire month off because now it's really hard to get back in to like the groove of streaming oh yeah i agree as much as you want but definitely take that time for yourself and really 100%. appreciate like what's going on yeah yeah 100 percent, 100 percent. um because otherwise you may not want to come back Exactly. And of course, I kind of thought about it multiple times of quitting, but I felt like I was making like split second decisions of ending something that I really loved just because sometimes I wasn't feeling okay. Right. And it's not worth making people feel good if you're not feeling good because it's not genuine, you know? Right. You know, and I mean, I, you know, one thing that I've been talking about in stream for the last probably like three months, three weeks or a few weeks is the fact that on September the 3rd, I'm going to be celebrating one year on Twitch. Oh, awesome. I'm definitely going to have to be there. Which I hope is, you're going to be which is, ins- which is insane. <laughs> the fact that it's, the fact that it's going to be one year on Twitch is insane. Yeah. The year did go by very fast. You know, and well no i'm going to be doing wrestling express week where i'm just going to you know co you know co streams and you know you know a few things you know a few things because um my well i know the documentary will be out either around that time or whatever so it doesn't really matter talking about it then it'll be we'll be talking about it in in uh whatever it's called um ahead of time because you know i think everybody would know this stuff is pre-taped but um <laughs> if not surprise <laughs> <laughs> um but st- uh my year anniversary on twitch lines up with uh national suicide prevention or national suicide awareness week or prevention week or whatever the case is so i was figuring on doing something tying streams into that to show people that it's you know stuff that it's okay to talk about and that it's you know that if you see a broadcaster talking about you know issues that he's had with that and you know stuff like that and you know putting that aspect of society on front and center um that it would make it easier for other people to want to talk about it yeah I think that's a really great idea and I think those are really important things because a lot of people don't see 
<clears throat> don't see it as a comfortable subject for people to bring up. Right. And I feel like even though we're not like very big streamers, just to see somebody who has viewers and to see people who uh, have followed you, mm -hmm. uh, for you to open up about things like that, I think is really important because it's probably, it's one of the most um, important things I feel like that people really need to hear that other people are struggling with. Because even though like I know millions of people struggle with depression and anxiety, I definitely feel like on those down days that I'm the only one that's battling with it. Right. And I feel like it's also very hard to open up to even people who have struggled with the same thing mm -hmm. um, because everyone's facing their own battles, you know, and I feel like it's really important for someone to open up and say, hey, no matter what, um, what severity you feel like. And I feel like with people who have depression and anxiety, you always feel like, am I depressed enough or am I anxious enough? Like, I know that I battle with that all the time and feeling like I don't want to put my uh, hardships and my feelings out there when I know, because I've been told so many times while growing up, is everybody's going through something hard. Right. Someone's always battling mm -hmm. something harder. Mm -hmm. So things like that, for people to be able to say, like, hey, like, this person is going through the same amount of stuff as me and feels like it's okay to open up about that. I feel like it's so important for people to realize like, right. you can say that you have depression and you have anxiety, no matter if you just get a little bit of anxiety or maybe you don't even know it's anxiety and right. you feel like it's affecting you like mentally, you are able to say that you have every right to feel that, way, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I even said, you know, that, you know, that a lot of people just, you know, charity stream and it ends with the charity stream, but it's, it shouldn't end because the only way you're going to keep to make it a subject worth that is able to be talked about is to talk about it when it, the when it's not pertinent circumstances. Exactly. And I feel like a lot of people base a lot of things like on um certain times right like as if it's a holiday and it's mm -hmm. the only time that we're able to talk about it and i think that's what's really great and that's why uh for myself i have um i got affiliated with uh the clothing brand mm -hmm. and like being able to support something i mean i wear millions of jackets now but being able to support a company that um talks about this and puts it into clothing that people can wear things like that like just as simple as that and being able to put my little pitch out there of like, you know, like if you are any type of supporter of mental health, like to get something from here. Cause I feel like, um, being able to wear something that kind of like shows my feelings, makes me feel a little bit better. And then just knowing that there's other people out there kind of supporting that. And, um, I know I don't, I haven't done any, uh, charity streams yet. I'd like to do one eventually, but to be able to say like, a part of that is going to go towards something that I wholeheartedly believe in mm -hmm. and support mm -hmm. is what's really great. And I could care less about any of the money that comes in on Twitch. It's not the reason why I do it. Right. But if anybody wants to go on and buy a jacket and put money towards um, any type of mental um, health awareness, like, that's really awesome for me. Right, right. Well, now is when I usually type a, tap into my inner Sean Evans from Hot Ones. Um, and, but, um, you know, I try and, 
reason out the interviews of you know just mix them up a little bit but um if there's any you know final thoughts or you know anything you want to say before we wrap up i'll give you the opportunity now okay i think my biggest thing is just have fun with it um enjoy every step of the way be thankful for everything that comes your way make sure you're enjoying it your viewers are enjoying it do what you love that's my biggest thing to say you're going to get into streaming um, and never feel guilty for taking time for yourself because you definitely deserve it I, I completely agree with that. Now, this camera, this camera, probably the only camera, uh, probably the camera that you're looking into, let people know where to find you. <laughs> <laughs> you want me to let people know where to find me? Yeah, go for it. All right. Um, so you can find me on Twitch as XOSciBaby. And thank you so much, um, Mike, for having me. I really appreciate you taking the time to talk over this stuff with me. Hey, that's, that's, that's why I'm doing the documentary. All right. Thank you. Yeah.